And welcome to another edition of Across the County. I'm Noah. Thank you so much for joining me. Well, we have another great show for you today. Two great interviews. The first is no stranger to the radio show, Diane Ferraro. She is the CEO, the Chief Executive Officer of Save the Storks. If you want to find out more about this tremendous national pro-life 501c3 nonprofit, go to savethestorks.com. That's savethestorks.com. Diane, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much, Noah. I appreciate you having me on again. Well, it's a pleasure, and we have a little bit to cover. We're also going to talk about what's going on in Texas and how we can be praying and also how that affects San Diego. But I thought I would just take this opportunity with this interview to go over some of the core things that you guys stand for, and you can just kind of expand upon that. So let's let's talk about first what I think is so important, which I think is getting a lot of headlines nowadays, which is just the value of life. Yes, absolutely. You know, Planned Parenthood has really talked America into thinking that that baby that's in the womb is a fetus or a clump of cells. And as Christians, we know that that is not true. You know, life begins at inception. And what science is proving now, and this is what we see in the ultrasound, right? The ultrasound is really that window into the womb. Science is telling us that life begins at inception. But the media and Hollywood, they're all telling us that no, It's not a baby until the baby can live outside of the womb. And we know that is false and that is a lie. And we are so grateful for the ultrasound machines and for all the medical professionals who do stand up for life to really remind us that life does begin at inception. And we want to just encourage your listeners to remember that and pray for those women facing an unplanned pregnancy. And many of them are at their churches. We know Um, Four out of 10 women in the church have had an abortion. So we need to not only be lifting up women that we don't know, but those women sitting next to us in the church. And I think something else that we should talk about, which is so true because it's often miscategorized and it's often made to seem like it's such a simple thing that really doesn't have any effect on anybody. But the reality of abortion, let's talk about that a little bit, Diane. Yes, it's terrifying. And I myself have never been pregnant So I don't know that joy of carrying a baby, but I know my friends and family members who have had that joy, it's it's a beautiful time. It's that time when this baby is growing and forming inside a woman's body. And what the abortion does is it's not only surgically removed or chemically, you know, removing that living baby from a woman's body, but that woman is going to have health challenges in many cases. Even when it's done by a you know licensed abortion doctor, there's many medical complications that happen. But to me, what is even harder are the emotional and um, you know just the emotional stress, the the traumatic stress disorder that woman will experience. We were at a women's conference this last weekend. A woman came up to us, shared she had an abortion 50 years ago and had never told anyone. So she's been living with that carrying that guilt and shame, and she could have found healing if she only had had someone to talk to and and knew that there were people who could come around her and and surround her with love and prayer and get that post-abortion healing. There's a great organization called Support After Abortion, and they're listed online. They are a resource for women and men facing uh, who have had an abortion, and they have over 1,800 recovery programs they list. So it could be anything from a virtual type of recovery to Um, a weekend retreat or an ongoing retreat at a pregnancy resource center or a church. 
You know, what's fascinating is while we're talking about the reality of abortion, Diane, is the reality is 79% of women who have ended a pregnancy say the reason that they were had made that decision, so to speak, is maybe they just didn't have enough information. So they almost regret making that decision, finding out things post-fact, and now that life can never come back. And that that's such a sad thing to say. But So this is all about getting the information into the hands of these young women so they can make the proper choice. Absolutely. And another statistic that is fascinating to me is that 90, nearly 90% of women who have had an abortion said they would not have had the abortion if their boyfriend or partner had encouraged them to choose life. And what's sad is men are told by Planned Parenthood and the media that they don't have a say in their baby's future, that it's not their body, it's not their choice. But here the women who are going through an abortion are saying just the opposite. No, if someone spoke up and gave me the encouragement and told me it was okay and told me that that they would help me, you know, carry the pregnancy and and be a parent, they would have chosen life. So we want men to know that they can stand up and let's, let's stop these statistics from changing women, you know, and and making their decisions for them and reverse the statistics, I should say. So women know that they have that support they need. Well, I think I brought this up in our last interview too, but I'm a proud single father. I have been, my kids are 23 now. It's hard to believe, but I cannot imagine my life without them. And in no way, shape or form, no matter, and the decision never came up, but were it to have come up, I would have said, no way, there's no way that there is going to be an abortion here because th- this is life. It is the most precious thing in this world. Once that heartbeat is established, there is, even though so small, it is a precious being that has to be allowed to grow and nurture the way God would have it into existence so that it can glorify him at the end of the day. And so let's talk now about the offering educated choices portion of it, because it's those choices that often are the defining factor. Yes, the the choice is what we need to take back as Christians. The the word choice is so imperative to what we're doing. And we, we are educating our supporters and our pregnancy center on let's let women know not only about the choice to parent that baby, or they could also choose to uh, find a family to adopt that baby. And that is truly what choice is. It's, it's not about aborting the child. You know, we know that baby is a human being from the moment of inception. And we watched a documentary from a filmmaker who's based in San Diego, actually. It's called The Matter of Life. And it's fascinating because it takes the audience through that journey of how abortions came to be the norm in our country. And there was a comment on the film that said, you know, when a when a breeder, a horse breeder, for example, and they're intentionally, you know, breeding a horse, they never say they never call the the life, the horse inside the, you know, the female horse, anything other than this is a horse that will be born. Yeah. Same with the puppy. And for some reason, we dehumanize what a baby is in the womb, and it makes no sense. And Again, that woman who, who is just, and, and anyone who's really pro-choice, they really aren't giving that woman a choice, are they? They're, they're taking that choice away from her by saying her only option is to abort. 
Well, some of these things that you guys do are so incredible that go along with offering educated choices. So let's talk about the stork buses because they're often that bridge that gap the pregnancy centers and women. And that gap is cut because you guys offer so much with these stork buses. So let's just talk about in brief what they are, where they're located throughout San Diego and the access of quality health care that they provide. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited about this and what we do at Save the Storks. You know, we are here to create a different story of hope and empowerment for every woman facing an unplanned pregnancy. And we do this through our pregnancy centers and specifically the stork buses. The stork buses are a a really incredible modern uh, vehicle. In fact, if you are familiar with Exodus 2, when baby Moses is sent down the river to save his life when they were slaughtering all the boys. Um, That little basket saved his life. And Dr. David Jeremiah calls us in his study Bible, the vessel of divine deliverance. And I thought this stork bus is a modern day vessel of divine deliverance. It's an ultrasound on wheels. We, we know that when a woman steps on board the stork bus and hears her baby's heartbeat and sees the images of her baby and sees him kicking and the arms moving that Four out of five times, she will choose life for her baby. And that is just a mir- a modern miracle. And to date, we have saved over 9,000 babies on a stork bus. Wow. And we have, yes, and we have two partners. We have a pregnancy center in Chula Vista, and then we have Birth Choice in San Marcos. Both are doing remarkable work, and they have their stork buses. They have a location that's available to the general public to come in, and all of their services are free. I like what you just brought up about the ultrasound because it is so true. And it's a point I want to point out on the air. So if there's somebody listening that they can maybe just maybe take a step back and say, I haven't had an ultrasound. I haven't heard my baby's heartbeat. I encourage you, if you're listening to this, to make sure that that's a priority and you get that done because more times than not, as you just said, four out of five women will choose life for their baby. Once they have seen that ultrasound, once they hear their baby's heartbeat is a game changer. It, it sure is. And, you know, what's going on in Texas right now where the heartbeat bill yes. is preventing any abortion af- after six weeks, and that's when you detect the heartbeat is five to six weeks. So I see this bill in in this new law in Texas as a blessing, whereas I know many people are thinking the woman's rights being taken away. But, you know, once you hear the heartbeat, there's no denying that's a human being. And it's just um, it's just giving America something new to think about that texas is being so strong to stand up for this i love that texas is standing up and you know it's in the news right now and there's people saying that the supreme court should leave in place this abortion law and i cannot imagine if the supreme court actually even hears this i think that that's that they shouldn't but if they do if this is something that's reversed i mean this is going to have ripple effects and this is not a good thing diane no it's not it's not in fact right now we have seen in Colorado, where Save the Storks is headquartered, an increase um, of five times for the abortions at the clinics here in Denver. And in California, the abortions are increasing, too. These are women crossing the state lines to um, get the abortions after six weeks. And, you know, they're saying their rights are being taken away. But something I don't think I knew the last time we spoke, Noah, was I found out that my birth mother, who lives in Oceanside, She had shared with me uh, just a few months ago that she had actually intended to abort me. She drove down to Mexico. Oh, really? Uh, This was, yes. And that really shook me up. And it it made me realize, you know, how close I was to not being here. But by the grace of God, she changed her mind on that drive. And 
she chose life for me and, and that's my story. And I feel like I, I wish I could just stand in front of every Planned Parenthood in Texas and let these women know that, you know, this pause is exactly what the Lord is giving you to change the direction you were going to take and choose life instead of choosing to take your baby's life away. Wow. It, it, to me, it even makes your work even more powerful and important. And God bless you for what you do, because you really now completely relate with what's going on. I mean, mm-hmm. you might not have been here doing this amazing work, but by the grace of God, you are. Amen. You know, there's there's a reason. You know, God has a purpose for every single one of us. And when my birth mother shared that story with me, it really confirmed that this is the calling God has on my life. And the more I can share that story with others, and, and really my birth mother is so brave. You know, one time I can share what she went through, and it wasn't easy for her to carry me. And uh, she was married and had four boys already, and um, it, it was not a planned pregnancy, I'll say that. And for her to be that brave and growing up in a strong Catholic home and still choosing life for me, any woman can do it. You know, we we are here for them, and I really encourage anyone, you know, listening, you know, get your church involved, step up and volunteer at the Pregnancy Center, support them however you can, support Save the Storks, and let's just get the message out to more young women that, that life is an option and that they have a community who will come alongside them and help them, not just during the pregnancy, but after she gives birth. We, we will connect them with all of the resources she needs. Speaking of volunteering, you can do so. It would be a great honor for them to be able to have you do anything for the organization. That's what these great nonprofits do. They rely so heavily on the volunteers. Savethestorks.com, reach out and make contact. Also, Diane, they can make a donation to you because it's a 501c3 nonprofit organization. And let's discuss in the closing moments, when they do make a donation, how are those funds used? Yes. So we are very diligent with our funds um, as a nonprofit. We make sure that at least 75% of every dollar goes directly to programs. So it goes back into training and, and, other, and other programs for the pregnancy center, whether that's a stork bus grant, grants for nurses, grants for anything they need in their office, grants for medical staff, we will help support them. The grants also go out into educating, right? So we go out to churches, we provide education to young women. We also invest, we believe this is so important, we want to have a strong presence. So that woman at two in the morning when she is desperate and she finds out she's pregnant and she's Googling abortion, we want her to see the facts about what it means to choose life for your baby and really give her the truth that that she's not hearing from Planned Parenthood. So instead of driving to the abortion clinic, the next morning, she will drive to the pregnancy center and get that free ultrasound. So again, she can hear her heart, her baby's heartbeat, see the ultrasound, and know that there's a community that cares about her and loves her and will help her every step of the way. Well, it is all about life. It is all about actually calling out abortion for what it actually is, which is an abomination. And it's about giving the education to these young women so they can make the right decision, which is choosing life for their baby. Diane, I love talking with you. I love some of the things I found out during today's discussion, and I know this won't be the last time I have you on across the county. Thank you so much, and let's continue to pray for Texas, because this is going to have national effects, I believe. It sure will. And Noah, thank you again for being a brave single dad, and we're just honored to come alongside you and share the truth with your listeners. Thank you for all you do. It's my pleasure. Noah here and across the county. Go to savethestorks.com. That's savethestorks.com. Partner with this 
awesome organization. When you're talking nonprofits that make a difference, it really does not get better than this because they stand for probably what in my mind is the single most important thing in this nation, and that is supporting the right to life.